0: Hello everyone, welcome to Your Visit Heart, a podcast created and hosted by Young European Ambassadors in the European Union.
1: Today, me, Virginia, and my colleague Catalina, two proud Young European Ambassadors based in the European Union, will be here to introduce the next country member of the Eastern Partnership Initiative, the Republic of Moldova. Kat, could you please shortly give us some basic information about your country of origin?
0: Sure. So, um, the Republic of Moldova is a landlocked country in Eastern Europe. It is bordered by Romania to the west, and Ukraine to the north, east, and south. The capital largest city is Chisinau, located in the south central part of the country. And as for the EU relations of Moldova, they are cooperating in the framework of the European neighborhood policy and its eastern regional dimension, the Eastern partnership.
1: Thank you, Kat.
0: And now we want to welcome Teodora, our
1: guest and colleague from the YA's network in the Republic of Moldova. Teodora, could you please introduce yourself? And oh, please also tell us how do you say hi in your local language?
2: First of all, hi, Virginia. Hi, Catalina. And thank you for inviting me to this uh, talk. I'm sure that we're going to have some great time today. Um, in Romanian, Romanian, uh, the official language from Moldova, that's actually a mistake that a lot of people make because uh, they think that we speak Moldovan, but it's actually Romanian. Uh, There are quite some ways of uh, greeting someone. Uh, You could say Buleziwa. It's more of an official way of greeting someone. You could say Salut. But one of my personal favorites is Norok which uh, would mean good luck, but uh, you could also say Norok as in cheers. Uh, So I think that it's a beautiful way of greeting someone, just wishing him good luck. Uh, So yeah, that's about how how you could say hi to someone in Moldova or Romania. Um, Some things about me. Well, I'm a young European ambassador in Moldova. I'm also the coordinator of the Youth for Youth uh, team here of the Young European Ambassadors. Uh, But besides that, uh, I volunteer in some other organizations, uh, some local organizations, such as the Republican Center for uh, Youth and Children, Uh, and some more activities. I really like to get involved in different projects. I'm really interested in learning new stuff. Um, And I think that this is a, a good quality that everyone should have uh, just to learn about different stuff even if they're not related to your day-to-day activity.
1: Thank you so much to Dora for the introduction and Norok. <laughs> um, it's nice to have you here with us. Uh, Let's further discuss now the beautiful country of Moldova. We will get to know today more interesting facts about the culture, gastronomy, and landscapes of the Republic of Moldova. And later we will move on to talks about the impact of the EU in the Republic of Moldova. So dear Teodora, I'm intrigued. If you could use only three adjectives to describe your country and your people, which ones would you
2: choose and why? three adjectives are definitely not enough to describe Moldova. Uh, I really love Moldova. I love the country where I was born. uh, And I plan on staying here besides the fact that there are a lot of young people that leave our country. First of all, I would say that Moldova itself is a very friendly country because the people here are very friendly and kind and open, and I'm sure that you could call anybody at 2 a.m. and tell them that you have a problem, and they would have help you, even if they're not your closest friend, especially the people from villages. That's why I encourage every tourist to have um, an experience that. Mm, you wouldn't really have uh, this type of um, experience in any other country. Uh, People would invite you to their house um, and just to tell you more about Moldova, even if they see you for the first time in their lives. Uh, So I would say that kindness um, is one adjective that would be um, very appropriate for Moldova. Moldova is also a very beautiful country. Um, I live in the old town, the old city of Chisinau. And uh, even though I've been living here for the past 17 years, I'm still um, amazed by its very beautiful buildings and I never get uh, tired of just taking a walk in the evening here. So uh, yeah, Moldova is a very beautiful country. We also have amazing landscapes uh, and uh, many other many other things are worth visiting. And the third objective that I would give to Moldova would probably be that Moldova is a tasty country. Uh, You could have here an amazing astronomical experience. Uh, We have lots of uh, local uh, traditional foods that we, are, we prepare them in our own way. Um, and you could have the experience of uh, cooking yourself something that's specific for um, our country. As a Moldova, I can say that I
0: totally agree with Todara. And I would like to mention uh, with an accent exactly the word hospitality, which I heard very often attributed to the Moldovans uh by foreigners like for real I heard so many stories from uh, people coming to uh, Republic of Moldova and being so amazed by how welcoming our people are
1: girls mm, uh, it already sounds worth visiting you made me intrigued to know about you know famous holidays in Moldova
2: I think that Moldova has lots of uh, amazing traditions uh, that are specific for uh, our country or our region in general. We have very beautiful weddings. I think that if you're a tourist, this would also be an amazing, um, amazing activities to, activity to uh, have here in, in Moldova, to go to a Moldovan wedding. Uh, but besides that, one of my personal favorite um, celebrations that we have in Moldova is Mărtișor, which is a local holiday that we have. Um, I think that only Moldova and Romania celebrates, uh, Martishor and also Bulgaria, but, uh, there it's called Baba Marta. Uh, it's basically, um, celebration to welcome, uh, spring, uh, and, uh, it, um, lasts a whole month. So yeah, we really love, uh, celebrations. Uh, so we have some of them even last, uh, an entire month, but besides that, we have, uh, lots of, um, amazing festivals uh, that um, come hand in hand with our um, uh, activities as um, as a country, as a population. For example, Moldova is well known for um, its wine production. Uh, so we have a wine festival, which gathers yearly lots of tourists that come to Moldova, especially for the wine festival. And the good thing about it, it is that it's not only located in Chisinau. So if you come to Moldova in, the the time when we have uh, our wine festival, you could go and have an amazing experience at a wine cellar and then the second day go to another part of the country to another wine cellar or to another city and um, uh, taste good wine and um, meet new people and taste amazing food. Oh,
0: Teodora, tell everyone please about our super tasty traditional food. This is something we really need to mention.
2: Yes, you're right, Catalina. Um, Well, my favorite uh, dish which is traditional and specific for Moldova would be mamaliga which is uh, something similar to polenta but it's not the same and i think uh, you should definitely try the way try the way that we moldovans eat it so we eat this mamaliga which is similar to polenta yet it's not really the same uh with cheese uh, with sour cream uh and with um with some meat and the most important part of it is Muzdei, which is a local sauce that I know that foreigners uh, love it a lot. Uh, It's a sauce made out of garlic. Uh, Catalina knows what I'm speaking of, um, what I'm speaking about, and um, uh, she knows for sure that people that come from other countries uh, fall in love with this uh, sauce that is uh, specific for Moldova. Uh, and besides that, I would also mention a uh, dessert, uh, which is kushmalu gugutse. It's a dessert with um, sour cherries. We also use uh, a lot in our food sour cherries. Um, so, yeah, there are some desserts that contain them.
0: Mm, I'm starving now. You just said about Muzde and Mamaliga, and just thinking, okay, I think I know what will I cook next. Um, I want to tell us like, about my total favourite uh, one, it's a variant of Polish pierogi. Uh, Those are called kolcunasz, they could be filled with fresh white cheese, uh, this will be like kolcunasz ku brinze, meat, kolcunasz ku karne, or cherries, kolcunasz ku visine.
1: Okay, girls, now you stole my heart. <laughs> you know, it all sounds super yummy. If I want to come and visit you, you know which places should I absolutely see?
2: Well, if you would come to Moldova, you would probably come to Chisinau. Uh, and in Chisinau, mm, I think that the most uh, amazing experience that you would have here as a tourist would be just walking on the street and just observing uh, the life, uh, the busy life of uh, Chisinau. Um, Chisinau, I think, is the city of contrasts because you could find places that are so quiet and then you could find places where uh, people are always in a hurry and people are always busy. Um, So there are people that admire Piazza Centrale, which is a place where people uh, go and uh, shop for groceries usually. Um, But... My personal favorite is the um, old city, the part uh, where you could just walk and see the architecture and then just go to a cafe because we have a lot of uh, restaurants here and that are not so expensive, um, but where you could eat very good food and or just drink something and um, stay and, and just spend your evening. But besides Chisinau, there are also uh, other cities um, in Moldova, such as uh, Soroka, uh, Belts, Kahul, um, and Smaller cities that are near Kishinev, such as uh, Orhei, uh, Krikova, where there are also a lot of things to, say, uh, to see. Uh, first of all, you have to see our wine cellars, because Moldova is well known for its uh, very big uh, wine cellars. Actually, Milesti Mich, uh, is, um, it has the world's uh, record for the biggest wine cellar in the world. And
0: don't forget Cetate Sorochi which is a historic fort in the modern-day city of Soroka, my hometown. and This Moldavian fortress from the 15th century was built of wood by Stephen the Great in front of the fort over the Dniester. And later it was rebuilt in stone by Petro in the middle of the 16th century.
1: Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. Uh, Now, I also want to know a bit more about landscapes, because, you know, I heard that even if Moldova is a landlocked country, there are loads of breathtaking landscapes. Mm, Can you tell me more about them? And, you know, are there some you would visit countless times?
2: I think that the best way of seeing Moldova's landscapes is just getting in a car and driving through the whole country. Because Moldova is a small country. If you have a good car, you could just see the whole country in one day or uh, two days. Uh, but um, I would say that there is a very beautiful place at Orheiul Ulvek, which is uh, in translation Old Orhei, uh, where all the people go. And there are also lots of festivals that are organized there. One of my favorites is Desk Opera, uh, where uh, it's, it's an opera music uh, festival, which is at Orcheo Lvek. So you get to see amazing landscape and you get to listen to amazing music.
0: I recently heard about a place named Little Switzerland of Moldova. The official name is Viteša reservation, and thanks to the small area it occupies, the reservation is called Little Switzerland of Moldova. The uniqueness of the Fetesht reservation is presented by its extent among the famous talter near the Prut. This reservation is located between two villages, it's Trinka and Fetesht. To get there, we have to walk a few kilometers through the forest, which due to the capricious relief, descends or climbs suddenly, leading us to the outskirts of the forest. And there we find at the foot of a huge walk with two stems, whose height exceeds 30 meters, they say. Also, not so far, there is Burlenesht Gorge, which is less than a kilometer from the quarry in Fetesht. It is a geological or paleontological nature monument in Edinet district. It was formed for several millennia as a result of a deepening of the Draghishter River at the expense of the Badenian limestone massif. Well, I hope to visit these places soon and uh, I didn't have by now this kind of opportunity And I truly hope that maybe I can meet there some of our dear listeners and, of course, Virginia, feel always welcome to come.
1: Oh, it's getting so exciting. You know, now uh, moving away from those picturesque landscapes, I wanted to know your advice for the top three cities to visit
2: i would say that first of all you should visit of course chisinau the capital city here is where life is mostly concentrated uh, here is where uh, you have the most of moldova has of what moldova has to offer but to have the experience of being a tourist in moldova you have to go to um, a smaller town, not even a town. You have to go uh, there where people live in villages. Uh, You have to go and meet people there. You have to go and see their life there. You have to eat at their place. Um, And I wouldn't say that Moldova is that impressive um, uh, on the part of cities and towns and um, things to do and visit especially in the cities, such as it is in villages, uh, to see the life of people there and to hear stories from people because um, Moldova is a whole experience itself. Uh, It's not that you go and say, well, I've seen the Stephen the Great Monument. No, it's more of, I went and spoke to that, person that told me that um, was deported to Siberia or uh, I went and talked to this person that cooked for the president of uh, let's say Ukraine or something else it's about the stories that you hear here from the local people and um, from getting involved in the lifestyle uh, that people here live day by day
1: Well, I'm already taking notes on what to see, what to eat and where to go in the Republic of Moldova. But let me ask you now about the most known personalities in the areas of arts and culture. I want to know more about that.
2: I would say that probably the most known Moldovans in the whole world are are the singers of uh, Dragoste Dintej, the Numa Numa song, which was so popular and it's still popular um, nowadays. Um, I think that uh, they they, um, really brought something to Moldova and some tourists to our country. But besides that, actually Moldova is full of amazing talented people, especially artists, um, painters, singers, uh, actors, uh, producers, directors and so much more. I actually hope that someday um, our country would um, care more about the artists um, of its country uh, but if i have but that's a whole another topic um, if I had to mention uh, some personalities. Uh, i would say that Ioan and Teodorovich, along with grigore Vieru, uh, are some very important personalities for our country uh ywan and donalalde Teodorovich used to be singers and grigore vieru a poet a writer uh they uh, used to sing uh, patriotic um songs they used to um express their love for uh, their country for um and just promoting the values of uh, us as a nation mm, and i think this is beautiful they left an amazing um, masterpiece masterpieces um uh, after passing sadly away um but also another uh, great personality that i would like to mention is emil latano uh, he's uh he used to be a movie director um he actually made some very famous movies that uh, well, especially in the Soviet Union, uh, so maybe uh, my generation don't know them as much as my parents and grandparents do.
1: Well, uh, I'm quite interested to further check their masterpieces. I might say. Now, um, you know, moving on to our final section of this interview has been so interested up until this point. I would want to ask you, what do you think about the impact of the EU in the Republic of Moldova? And um, what are the main steps that were taken in the cooperation between the EU and Moldova?
2: Uh, well, as a teenager, I think that your, the European Union has helped uh, and contributed a lot to, especially the young people from Moldova, because I have so many friends that, uh, that's that been in so many um projects funded by the European Union, uh, especially mobility projects, youth exchanges or um, Erasmus Plus uh, funded um, scholarships or some uh, friends of mine are now studying in the Eastern Partnership School in the International School from Georgia. Um, And uh, I, myself, I um, participated in some projects that were funded by the European Union uh, and I would say that um, this whole initiative really supports uh, our young people because here there are so many uh, young people interested in learning, interested in making a change, interested in uh, getting in gaining skills and then applying them in uh, making a change. And I think that's amazing that the European Union offers us this possibility uh, not only to us, the young people, but also to um, the young entrepreneurs, uh, to the young um, uh, red- young people that just graduated from the university and are starting their own business, uh, or mm, another projects and other ideas that uh, are becoming reality thanks to um, the financial support of the European Union. Speaking about EU funded programmes, did you experience such?
0: If yes, tell me more about your best ones.
2: Uh, I've actually never been outside my country with a project that was funded by the European Union, but I've recently graduated, if I might say, from a project um, which um, is called Lider Comunitar. Uh, so in the project, I was uh, along with another I'd say about we were about 20 uh, teenagers uh, that um, where we learned on how to express uh, our concerns to our local public authorities, uh, where we tried to um, make something out of um, a problem that we thought that was important for us. And there I learned uh, What does it mean and how do you make advocacy, lobby? Uh, How do you contact someone from the um, uh, authorities from your region? And uh, so many more um, things that are vital in a society uh, that I think is also a very important thing for Moldova. Moldova being uh, still a very young uh, state, a young country that has a lot to... um, go through before becoming um, well-developed and um, with a perfectly working democracy um, system here.
0: As a Moldovan too, I can say that I had the same pleasant and productive experiences in such EU-funded programs. So many good memories were made, so much knowledge was taken from both experiences. Um,
1: Tedora, can I also ask you, you know, based on the good experiences you've had with the EU initiatives, could you please tell me how actually the EU is viewed in the Republic of Moldova?
2: This is actually a very controversial uh, thing in Moldova because here the population is basically divided into two parts Uh, the pro Europeans, one, the pro pro European one, and just the people that support uh, the pro-Russian, pro-Kremlin way of government and um, the direction into which uh, Moldova is going. Uh, So there are a lot of fake news actually related to European Union and I'm really concerned about it, uh, considering the fact that there are a lot of people that don't know how to um, tell if uh, some news are fake uh, or they can't tell what disinformation is and where um, where to find the um, trustful source and where to get informed properly. Um, and that's actually a value that's promoted by the European Union on getting uh, informed correctly and um, disseminate uh, dis- not disseminating the fake news. Uh, so every time I try to encourage people to uh, get their um, information from um, proven sources. Uh, And I hope that soon people wouldn't be that skeptical uh, regarding the European Union.
0: To conclude our episode, knowing the spirit of our podcast series, I want to ask Theodora if she feels us in our spirit of being Europeans at heart.
2: Yes, I can for sure name myself as an European at heart. First of all, because I speak four of the European languages, and I think that's also an amazing thing about Moldovans. We know a lot of languages. By default, we know Romanian and Russian, and then we learn uh, english at school and then we can also learn french and german which, and or spanish or italian or any other language uh, i think that we um as a nation have this uh, amazing opportunity to to learn as many languages as we want to uh, but besides that um i've been a young european ambassador for the past year and uh, i can say that uh, this initiative has um, um, made me um a person that, checks, double checks information that uh, I see online. Um, and uh, mm, at last but not least is I share the same values that are promoted by the European Union. And I think uh, that's the most important thing that should be um, felt by uh, each person that feels European at, her, at heart, sharing the same values. I totally agree with you. How about you, Virginia? What
0: do you think when you hear the phrase European heart? Well, I
1: totally agree with Teodora actually. Being a European heart means actually feeling and adhering to the core values of Europe. So, peace, democracy, and human rights. And for sure, for sure, I am a European heart.
0: <laughs> How nice. Thank you so much, Teodora, for giving us a great time while interviewing you. I believe our dear listeners learned today
2: a lot of interesting facts about Moldova. Thank you for inviting me here, and uh, I really had a great time. I really hope that I convinced at least one person to come and visit Moldova. And if you come by accident to Moldova, uh, don't hesitate to contact me, and we I will show you Kishinev. Uh, <laughs>
1: Hope to see you soon, Teodora, when visiting Moldova. It was definitely a pleasure to talk with you. Wishing you all the best.
0: To our listeners, thank you for joining us for today's episode of our podcast. If you want to be further notified about the new coming episodes, please subscribe and don't forget to share it with your friends.
1: Also, follow us on our Instagram and Facebook pages, EU Neighbors East, or on Twitter at EU Neighbors. Wishing you a wonderful day. Bye.